entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Hey, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, today let's talk about why you, yes you, have to stop ignoring or neglecting the potential profit available to you from some as a direct result of utilizing some incredibly simple creative marketing strategies. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to give you a true life case study of one of my uh I was going to say retail uh, consulting clients, but I guess in a sense they're all kind of retail. But anyway, this particular client runs a uh, computer repair business and service. He's a brilliant, young, hardworking, extremely dedicated entrepreneur. And in fact, how I originally met this gentleman was I took uh, me, Mr. Nanteki, myself, I took a, uh, a monitor, I'm sorry, a, a, a tower that I was having trouble with and you know they they worked their magic on it and as a result you know I kinda got to know the guy uh, over the next I, I would say like year and it got to the point where what I call him and take my stuff in you know we would you know end up in a conversation 15-20 minutes long story short I found out this guy has three computer repair stores and he he uh, He's in one physically, and he remotely monitors the other. He's got all this tech gadgetry going on, and, you know, he's showing me some stuff and some mind-blowing stuff. He's got an awesome, awesome-looking state-of-the-art website. I mean, it's got that parallax thing. Some of you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, here's a short of After he started to realize what I do and how I help small businesses and service providers like himself, he asked me to give him sort of a, uh, I was going to say, a, a verbal overview of any you know, little insights I could I could share. So I went in there one day and I hung out for about two or three hours. I wanted to observe what was going on, what they did, and uh, I didn't. I wanted to make it look like I was a customer. So each time somebody came in, even though they didn't know me. It just looked like I was hanging around waiting to be serviced like, you know, some of the other people. And I found out some of his numbers, and I want to run this by you. Because what I'm going to talk about, we're going to triplicate. I mean, in other words, because he's got three stores, but let's just say you have the one store. I want you to see how potentially profitable this could be and what you could be sitting on. A, if you run a computer repair business or some kind of service, and you're not utilizing these strategies. So I found out, on average, he... Uh, gets about 10 new customers per day and maybe, I don't know, one or two repeat customers a day. But let's just go with the, and this is per store on average. So I'm a little higher, some a little lower, but this was about the average we, we came up with. But here's what I want you to focus on. Number one, his store is open 363 days a year, if you can believe that. So in other words, New Year's and Christmas, he's closed. But every every other day, I'm mean, not every other day, but I mean the rest of the year, he's open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Sunday. So let's do some math. 
we're going to say 10 people a day, 10 new customers, you know, first time walking customers, times 363. And again, you could multiply this by three to get his uh, entire uh, daily customer, uh, that, uh, customers that he gets exposed to. So 300, 363 days times 10 new customers a day is, you may have already guessed, 3,630 first-time customers you multiply that times three and he's he's seeing ten thousand eight hundred ninety local people per day just think about that number for a second but again let's divide this by three keep it simple we're gonna say this is your computer repair business single location and you're averaging ten new customers a day and you're open 300 uh, 363 days a year so you'd actually take the number of years you're uh, number of years number of days you're open times the number of uh, first time walk-in customers to get these same numbers to apply the concept strategies that I'm about to share with you so the first thing I noticed I said to him this is not his name but Joe what is the process right after somebody buys I mean I knew what it was I was watching I wanted to hear him say it out loud to himself and he said well you know we do this and blah 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 and we hand them receipt you know and they go on their way and I said right and I said what's wrong with that picture and he said what do you mean I said have you ever been to McDonald's he said yeah when I was a kid I said you don't see what they do every time you order something the professionally trained cashiers he said what do you mean I said I said finish this statement for me you walk into McDonald's, you order a quarter pounder with cheese and strawberry shake. I said, and what, what do they say to you? And he said, nothing. And I said, dude, they don't say to you, would you like fries with that? And he, his, a big smile burst across his face. And he said, yeah, right. And so he said, what do you suggest? And I said, we call that an upsell or an add-on sale. And he says, so you're suggesting, I said, that's exactly what I'm suggesting. You need to have a discounted product or service or point to a section, say what's your order, no matter what they spent. Uh, Miss, sir, you qualified for a special bonus. Look at that section right there. And he had this kind of like L-shaped uh, in-case glass, you know, that the, uh, uh, the computer and the... Uh, you know, where he could type everything out. I said, and let them choose something. I don't care what it is. I said, and you're going to find out once you, you know, run your numbers between, on average, 10 and 40% of those people are going to spend additional money. And he said, wow, Mark, I like that. And I said, now, remember, you just said your numbers are 10 new customers a day times 363 uh, days a year that you're open. And he said, I'm leaving quite a bit of money on the table. I said, you bet. I said, and here's what you need to understand. If you're not doing this, the next time they walk into another computer repair place, they're going to be doing it. So he said, okay. I said, now, here's the other thing. I said, if you went into a store and bought something, and the cashier, the owner, whoever, handed you an extremely time-sensitive, what we call bounce-back offer, meaning you come back to the store within a certain amount of time, and you get a, let's say, 25% discount, 15% discount. It's all going to be predicated on your uh, 
ideal customers total lifetime customer value. I call it total customer value metric, but here's the point. Here's what I want you to do, entrepreneur, the ones listening to this. I want you to Google what it, no, how, how do I calculate total lifetime customer value or what is, Google this, what is total lifetime customer value? So you get an idea of how to go about figuring the metrics. And you could do this for a month, uh, 90 days, six months, a year, etc. Because when you get an idea of what this figure is, now you have a much better, far more realistic idea of what you can actually afford to invest to entice or ethically bribe a first-time customer or entice or ethically bribe a repeat customer. For example, let me give you some numbers so you, this makes sense. Let's say your total lifetime customer value metric is... I'm just making this up. $1,500 over a two-year period. You break it down any kind of way you want. Now, here's my question to you. Does it make sense that when you run your numbers, you're actually spending $2,100 to get that customer? Of course not. You're going to be upside down and probably out of business before you know it. But you have a lot of entrepreneurs who are spinning their wheels, especially when it comes to PPC, pay-per-click, uh, ad campaigns online spending two, three, four, five, six dollars a click when in reality they can only afford, I'm saying in terms of what that customer is actually worth, anywhere from 50 cents to a dollar fifty a click. So these are the type of metrics you got to know. Now, here's the other thing. So I said you need to create some type of enticing bounce back offer, maybe a 10 day window. 30-day uh, window, we can test, A-B split test, and that's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the most powerful tools in your arsenal. It's called A-B split testing. You don't have to make it that fancy. A-B split testing is just a fancy way of saying you make at least two offers, A and B, and you let your customer or your prospect or whoever tell you which, if either, is appealing to them because they're the ones who know. Not your focus groups and all this other sort of stuff. Focus groups are great. But the people who vote with their wallet, they're at the top of the list, period. Say, for example, those of you listening to this podcast, if the numbers are super low, then that's telling me, or it should tell me as a, an aspiring uh, profit-seeking entrepreneur, you're missing a the boat. They're not interested in this. So when you A-B split test, let's say you're an offline business like my computer repair business friend is. How your people answer the phone. If you have one person answering the phone, you have them do make, have one, you know, how most people say, hi, this is thank you for calling. You need something else to go along with that. If you need help, ladies and gentlemen, paid help. That's why I'm here. But the point being, have them answer the phone with a certain set, I don't want to use the word script because you got to give them a little leeway, but the point is you try it this way, say for a day or two, and then you try it this way for a day or two, and you track which one gets you closer, which one is further away, until whoever's answering the phone, because you got to have congruency, you're all sort of saying basically the same thing once you figure out what works now, I'm sorry. The point that I'm trying to get to with this is you can A-B split test a whole lot of things. 
And right now, I'd be, I'd, I'd bet money, 99.9% .9 of you are not even coming close to maximizing the potential of A-B split testing. There's all kind of ways you can do it. I'm not even kidding you. Now, so I told him he needs to be using upsells, strategically using upsells, and strategically using bounce back offers. And I told him, you do that. And in the next 90 days, I guarantee you an additional 10 to 25% gross profit, provided you train your, professionally train your people, the people who are going to be in charge, the, 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 the first responders, if you will, who are getting that first initial contact with these, you know, walking people. I said, and here's the next thing you should do that you got to test. Your vendors. I said, in my opinion, here's what you need to do to all of your vendors. Especially the ones that you know on a first name basis. They walk in, these men and women talk to you. I says, hey, I guarantee you 99% of them have some kind of computers in their house or stuff breaks down. I said, you need to give them a lifetime discount uh, uh, percentage of, say, 25%. You bring in a repair, it costs $100 you know, on paper. Our retail price, you pay $75. I said, and if they have a business, they're the business or service provider to his business. Give him, their current and future employees, current and future vendors, lifetime discounts of X. I said, and then if I were you, I would take it a step further. I said, I would create a laminated card that you're going to give, you're going to laminate it and give to them, but you're going to put the birth date, ladies, not the year you were born, just the month and the day. And if they're married, the month and you know the anniversary of when they got married and if they're the business owner the 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 month and year not necessarily day that they open the business and give them discounts now I can already hear one objection because it's so let's cover this because this comes up all the time well mark what if they're not married and they just claim they are and get a date who cares they're gonna use that as an excuse to come into the store and spend money this is money you would not normally see. Yeah. So let them do it. The bottom line, think about this. Now put yourself on the other side of this. You're getting these three potential discounts. Your, your physical birthday, the birthday of your business, and your wedding anniversary. By some local computer repair business who's non-franchised. You don't think you're going to, A, tell a few friends, if you own the business, tell a few co-workers, which, again, we're suggesting that they, these cars are laminated and they give to the, uh, the, when the uh, 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 employees bring them in, then they get laminated and put these dates. Now, tell a few neighbors, tell a few, uh, if they you know work there, tell a few uh, uh, future and ex-employees and their neighbors. Are you kidding me? So I told him, I says, Joe, you do these three things, start testing them and then find out, you know, where your sweet spot is and get proactive with this. And the little strip mall, he's got three stores. Now, the store I was in is really, really nice. Uh, you know, he, no offense, he kind of had a smaller place. And then, you know, because he's doing a lot of business, he upgraded and moved to this much bigger facility. It's just way more robust looking at everything. And my point being, he could also 
make arrangements with several of the you know adjoining businesses in this strip mall where he a gives their customers discount gives all the current and future employees a really nice a grandfathered in lifetime discount give the own like say if he's going to give the employees 25 percent off for life give the uh, the owners or you know owner or owners 30 percent off the point is this is additional found money because let me tell you something there's big money in these computer repair businesses, uh, setting up these networks in people's houses and all. You know, I don't know how to do any of this stuff, but he does. The point is, there is some big money to be made. So what if you have to give a discount to open that door of previously untapped opportunity? That's what I'm trying to get you to see. Ladies and gentlemen, you may not realize it, but these people that own businesses unlike the average person they're networking with men and women who are networking with men and women who are networking with men and women on a local basis this can the door could be open in ways you cannot even begin like say for instance one in all in all the scenario I'm talking about, let's say there's two or three people who are in some sort of local association. I'm not necessarily talking about the Chamber of Commerce. I mean, that's okay, too, but they're in some association. My buddy Joe could become the resident A computer expert for these people, give the presidents and the administrators and all of the current and future members of that association or associations lifetime discounts of X, meaning whether they stay with those associations or not, they bring their business to him, he's going to give them uh, this lifetime discount. Again, he could just laminate a card or, you know, put it in the computer, whatever. The point is, in my opinion, this is the way you can take a, you know, the, how, you know how they say the biggest acorns grow from the tiniest seeds? That's what we're talking about right here. And I sincerely hope, ladies and gentlemen, every profit-seeking entrepreneur who listens to this now and in the future, you can see that. And let's reverse this. If you're an association, you should start looking out. I'm sorry, looking around to. Uh, I just discovered that's not the right word, but to find local service providers like myself. Wink, wink. Uh, that you could offer is, hey, we've got this association of 1,200 local members or 2,500 local members, and we've already talked to two or three of your major competitors, Mark Newsom. What is the best price? I understand your rates currently right now are just $250 an hour, which they are, ladies and gentlemen, but what's the best price you can give us for our members, grandfathered in, meaning whether they leave our association or not, that they can come to you, get an hour of your time, uh, and, 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 and try and grow their business? or service. Oh, well in that case, let's do half. The grandfathered in. Uh, no, I'll tell you what. Since my current rates are, and this is, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you understand, I'm just doing a hypothetical example just trying to show you how this might work. You see, instead of me just going after the association, now it's turned around. The associations have heard this particular uh, audio clip, and now their wheels are turning, so they're approaching, you know, proactively approaching people, and they come to me, and I said, well, here's the deal. My current rates are just $250 an hour. I will grandfather them in at $200 an hour, but for joining and remaining an active subscriber, 
to my email, opt-in email list. They're, as long as they stay subscribed, I'll grandfather them in uh, $125 an hour. Now, here's what I hope you took from that. A, you should be strategically using email. B, if you are using email, then you ethically bribe the people by saying, here's the retail price of what I do, but for joining and staying an active subscriber on A, my, or our list, you'll do X, Y, and Z for them. Like, if you're a furniture concern, you shouldn't be giving away 0% interest to non-email subscribers. That's an ethical bribe that you can leverage them with. Because, let me, ladies and gentlemen, please, let me share something with you. If one of your customers or clients takes you up on an upsell, in other words, you know, the would you like fries with this, whatever it is, they're far more valuable to you than that customer who has not. So you want to do something special for them. You don't treat them the same in terms of what they're worth to you. Of course, you're going to be professionally courteous to them and all that. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the mathematical viability that they bring to the table to your business by voting with their wallet. If they're spending more money, they're worth more to your business over time. So you want to do a little bit more for them as you would to somebody who's just taking advantage of the lower cost products and services that you provide. So, on that note, entrepreneur, let's do, as, as some of you know, oh, let me just say one other thing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you own a business or a service, start utilizing and profiting from the magic question. Now, those of you who've been around for a while, you know what the magic question is, and what I want you to do is start keeping a scorecard for yourself. I want you to start asking the magic question. I'm going to tell you what it is in just a moment for those of you who don't know what it is, but this is very important for you, you veterans, okay? You veterans, I want you to start making a note. How many times a week do you ask the magic question to your ventures, current and future? And I want you to have a minimum goal of three. I want you to ask this at least three times a week and be totally honest. Put it down on a sheet of paper. If you do zero, put a goose egg so that you'll see that, oh, you know, I, I got to get with the program here. I got three weeks in a row. I haven't met my quota of uh, asking the magic question. So you say, okay, Mark, what is the so-called magic question? The magic question is a gateway question. Here's, here's, I'm going to use it on you right now. You tell me what you're provided now. A, we already know each other, have some sort of established relationship, and B, you own some kind of business or service, okay? I'm going to ask it to you right now. Is it okay to periodically refer you new business and customers? Something along that effect. Now, if you get a yes, and especially now, you know, with uh, COVID and all of that, you should 95 to 98% of the time, statistically speaking, get an emphatic yes on the front end. We call that the initial front end question. If you, I'm sorry, if and when you do, Here's your immediate, provide to get a yes now. Here's your immediate follow-up question. And by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're currently doing or will have going on in the future, are you okay with periodically returning the favor? Once again, if you get a yes on the front end, 95% of the time, 95 to 98% of the time, ladies and gentlemen, you will get an emphatic yes on the back end. Now, for those perfectionists amongst us, 
the people who got to get 100% on everything. Don't worry about the 5 or 2% who him and Hall are just flat out say no. Because if they're not open during this particular time, ladies and gentlemen, trust me, there are plenty who are. So on that note, let's do some housekeeping. First of all, if you got value out of this entrepreneur, you know what to do. Share it with any profit-seeking entrepreneur you know who know, like, trust, and respects you, and vice versa. They'll thank you for it later. Number two, if you're part of the 98%, the people who hear all this and go, yeah, but I don't know, we're simply not compatible. Thanks for stopping by, but this is not for you, and vice versa. All right? But for the 2%, if you know of any uh, non-franchise retail service provider, I'm sorry, retail appliance center owners, retail furniture concerns, retail jewelry concerns, simply for being the go-between, the broker, the person that introduces us, I normally work off what's called a performance basis with them, 25%, meaning for every dollar I get them, they clearly didn't have. They normally compensate me 25%. I will gladly cut you in half of my 25% for life, meaning as long as that relationship is going on and they are, uh, you know, monetarily, financially compensating me. The other thing it could work out to be is if you need more uh, uh, paid expert uh, marketing consulting for me, you hook me together with... Uh, one of those retail furniture concerns or uh, uh, retail appliance uh, dealers or retail jewelers and I'll give you the free consulting. You and I'll jump on Zoom once a month and at 30-45 minutes we'll record it and we'll just build on it. Whatever you got going on, your emails, your flyers or whatever you're doing and we'll just build on it. Now here's the other thing. If you have access to somebody who's got some serious social media marketing skills, especially LinkedIn. You, or if you have them, contact me and we can barter. Absolutely. Now, if you know of anyone who has a podcast that's business, entrepreneurial based, if you or they are proactively looking for guests, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how big your show is or how small, I'd love to be a guest on your show. If that's the case, I want you to go to my blog, uyoucanmarketonlinenow.com. Please do not skip any spaces. My brother always skips the spaces and says, there's something wrong with your link. It's, you know, you miss those. But anyway, the point is, you go to uyoucanmarketonlinenow.com uh, forward slash contact, meaning the contact page of my blog, you put in there, in the uh, subject line, potential podcasting, I'm sorry, potential guest podcasting opportunity or uh, guest podcasting opportunity. You send the details to me, I'll get back to you via email. If you're in the States, I'm in the United States, I'm on what's called New York or Eastern Standard Time, EST. Put your area code, phone number, your uh, time zone. If you're on the West Coast with three hours difference, it's somewhere in between. We're going to be an hour to two hours difference. All right. Now, 
If you like what you heard and you're saying, wow, Mark, you know, this sounds pretty good, I or our organization would love to hire you as a you know, potential marketing consultant or an in-house marketing consultant. So that meaning I can help you and your people and your, your members of your association. And you heard me talk about the grandfather thing, right? Where you get the half price and your grandfathering, et cetera, et cetera. If not, you know, just go back and listen to this a couple of times. I guarantee you get some ideas you hadn't had before. But anyway, here's the point. If you'd like to get some paid help, you simply go to my contact page of my blog, you what you can marketonlinenow.com forward slash contact. And in the subject line, you put paid help. You put your area code, you put your phone number, best time to reach, and your uh, time zone. I'll get back to you via email. We'll set up a time we can either do a phone call, uh, preferably Monday through Friday. About a 15, 20 minute, what I like to call discovery session or power consultation. Uh, it's not hype, it's here to help you. We may find out, you know what, we're just not compatible, and that's okay. Or we may find out that even if we're not compatible, there's a potential uh, joint venture revenue share. We call it JV for short, but a joint venture revenue share opportunity because we both have assets, resources, contacts the other one doesn't have. Now, if you're located, or if need be, we'll jump on Zoom. Z-O-O-M dot U-S. That's not an affiliate link of any kind, ladies and gentlemen. And if need be, we can jump on Zoom for 15 minutes. Now, if you're located outside of the states, and you're listening to this, you're thinking, wow, Mark, uh, yeah, I'd definitely like to, you know, invest in at least an hour of your time. We'll jump on Zoom, and all you need to do when you go to the contact page of my blog is just simply put that you're located outside of the United States, all right, and maybe you can pay via PayPal. It's no big deal. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, here's the other thing I need you to do, entrepreneur. Go to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com. I want you to pick out three blog posts, three different categories. If there's a video, especially one of mine in there, I want you to watch the video at least once or twice. If there's an audio clip like this embedded in it, and you'll see it as you scroll down. Can't miss it. Uh, I want you to listen to audio clip at least once or twice. But I want you to do this with three separate blog posts, and here's why. Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of that third blog post, you're going to know emphatically whether or not you and I are a match. And if we're not compatible, it's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, there are literally millions of men and women, especially after COVID, unfortunately, they're looking for answers online and they need help. And they desperately want professionally paid help. If that's not the case for you, it's okay. We can still be friends. No big deal. All right. This is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing. And yes, entrepreneur, I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very soon in a not so distant future for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.